I'm Shalene Johnson, and you're listening to The Process of Reverse Engineering a Really Difficult Decision. Now, if you haven't already listened to the episode I released last Friday entitled The End, I'd love to strongly suggest you go back and listen to that. I promise it's really interesting. You'll hear from my kids, my husband, my sister. It's like reality TV, but in the form of a podcast. I promise it will make so much more sense when you arrive back to this episode. And this is not a normal episode for this particular podcast, but I'm hearing amazing things. Our subscribers have just gone through the roof. The outpouring of support and feedback and interest in the show, to be honest, has made my decision even tougher. So without further ado, and I never thought I would say this, last week on The Shalene Show. Well, this was supposed to be my farewell episode. Obviously, it's taking a ton of time, and I want to figure out return on investment. And he pulled me aside on one of their timeouts, looked me right in the eyes and said, What's going on with this podcasting? The primary purpose of the podcast is it attracting the new people that we want to attract. And I guess that's because deep down, I'm not sure I'm convinced this makes sense. The consensus is that I need to stop podcasting. And are you doing them weekly? Weekly? (laughs) Get with the program here, sister. What I didn't expect to happen was to fall in love. You know, you're doing your part. I mean, the rest of us doing. Like right now, any video I put on Facebook, I get a million, at least a million reach, if not two million reach. Right. And that's taking me maybe 10 minutes. Do you think I gave good advice? Yeah, you probably do. You probably give great advice. That we've probably already heard. (laughs) (laughs) My lifers, I need your help. And do I say I may be back? I'll be back. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one. First, I never expected the outpouring of like really sincere, passionate, heartfelt responses. And I was really surprised that so many of you thought that I had made my decision, that it was over, that it was done. You were one of the persons that through listening to you, it felt like, I really made a connection with you as a real person. And I, every time I, I recommended you and I talked to other girls about you, I said, the Barbie that you see working out there, it's nothing in compare of the beautiful woman that it's on the inside. And it makes me so sad to see you leave. And it just breaks my heart because I, I'm not an entrepreneur, but I am an entrepreneur of my family. And my family is my business, and I am the CEO of my family, and I really needed people like you supporting there. This is a hard thing for me, a hard day. Yeah. Tell me that you could listen to dozens of messages like that and not just feel heartbroken. I felt so guilty. And then I was allowing guilt to affect my decision. I truly wasn't looking for people to beg me to stay or fishing for compliments or hoping that people would talk me into it. I really wasn't. I was looking for a piece, a piece of the puzzle that was missing. I needed your help. I wanted you to tell people about the show. I wanted to find out if it was resonating with other people. And you helped so many new people find the show and subscribe. But the best part about all of this was finally getting to meet you. Hi, Shaleen. I am Abdulaziz from Saudi Arabia and... uh 
I'd like to tell you that I am addicted to your show because I'm finding I'm finding it very useful in my life. I am addicted to your podcasts. I'm more addicted to listening to you than you are to making them. Oh my god. Girl, you have got to come back to build your tribe. Do your podcast, okay? So that's it. I just want to tell you I love you. I love everything that you're doing. Uh, the podcasts are incredible. Only because there is so much content and so much information. I don't listen to your podcasts walking the dog or driving the car because I have, I have to pull over and keep taking notes down. So I actually sit there and listen to it as if I was in one of your seminars. Whether it was- Honestly, I feel like I kind of know you through your podcasts and you have a newfound credibility with me. You are so much more than just a fitness professional. Shalene, I want to tell you that I absolutely love your Build Your Tribe. Um, as often as you're going to put out podcasts, I will be listening to every single one. You know you have a fan, Brian, in Denver, Colorado. Your podcast makes me better, helps me be the best version of me. I actually started looking forward to my hour drive to work in the morning because of Build Your Tribe. I'm a young entrepreneur, and you were one of the first people I was ever introduced to you when I built my business. When I be- And after just a few of the Chalene Show episodes, I've really started to map out my career path and take initiative where I was otherwise kind of slacking off. You've been listening to my voice for so long. It was so cool for me to be able to hear your voice. And a lot of these messages made me feel so good. But not everybody agreed that I should continue. I'm not sure who this quote comes from, but I love it. Don't base your decisions on the advice of those who don't have to deal with the results. Good morning. Time to call mom. I've been bugging them all week to listen to the episode. Usually they're my biggest fans. They can't wait to to read a blog post or check out my latest video. But for some reason, I just, it was like pulling teeth to get them to listen to this podcast. Not to mention the 45 phone calls I had to make as tech support to teach them how to download the app, how to then find that particular episode. And then we had to discuss all the other previous episodes that they listened to by accident before finding the episode called The End. I finally helped them figure out how to use the podcast app to download the show and take a listen. So did you finally get to hear it? Yeah, I just oh, I listened to part of it um, the other day, and then I just finished listening to it today on my phone, yeah. Okay, so you haven't heard anything yet from Marge, that's my mom, but just based on her vocal inflection, where do you think this is going to go? I didn't feel like at the end you had really made your decision. Well, isn't that good then? Like, because don't you feel like that I made the case for that there there's a need for more evidence? Like, I need to figure this out? What's your opinion? My opinion is it takes too much time away from your family. You know, you've got it going on. I think that um, I'm I'm not a fan of the podcast. Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, did you like the show though? Did you like the storytelling version of it? Like how it kept you it suspenseful? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a little bit long. If I can be a human here for a moment, specifically a daughter. I really was excited for my parents to listen to this episode. I was really proud of how we told the story. I mean, if I do say so myself, I thought it kept people really interested. I mean, I heard from so many of you that you were captivated listening to it. 
Margin Bill, not so much. No, I was just waiting for you to say, okay, I've listened to everybody. It's the end. It's because that's the name of the thing, the end. And Dad said, okay, she's ended it. It's over. I'm like, oh. And then I was listening to it. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, wait. So Dad listened to the whole thing, and he was like, she ended it? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He said, oh, it's, you know, it's the end. She's, she's decided to end it. I'm like, really? Because I just listened to it, and that's not what I got. I've always been a strong negotiator, and it would be great to have her support. So I decided to see if I could get her to compromise. Well, what if what if I only did a couple a week? Like, jeez. T- <laughs> <laughs> no. No? My answer would be, no, let's wait until after January and, and, and talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> None. <laughs> I became a little suspicious about their position. My mom had already told me, Quote, nobody listens to podcasts. None of her friends listen to podcasts. And quite frankly, I spent um, more hours in the last week trying to teach them how to listen to a podcast than I actually would have spent recording several podcasts. I decided to test my theory, but it meant I had to set a trap. I got a call from Oprah's producers, and they want me to do, you know, Shaleen show, but on TV, but it would be daily. That was a trick question. Why is that okay, but doing a podcast isn't? Um, why is that okay? And it's, it's daily, she said? Okay, this makes me laugh. As you heard, I told her it was hypothetical, it was a trick question, but in my mom's mind... She's got me already accepting the Daytime Emmy Award for my upcoming new show with Oprah, which doesn't exist. I feel like something like that may lead to something bigger, whereas I I just don't think people are into podcasts. That's my (laughs) definite opinion. Yeah, you're probably right. But I was only kidding about the Oprah thing. I I was saying, like, hypothetically... I kind of thought that's where you'd like to go is, is TV. Well, I don't because TV, I mean, someday maybe. Wait, wait. are you going to say TV takes up too much time? No, my whole thing isn't about time. My whole thing is, uh, for me personally, I need freedom. That is time. Well, <laughs> yes, but it, but you don't. you have zero freedom when you're on someone else's schedule. If it's my schedule, I can jam pile everything into a month and then take a couple of months off because it's my schedule. And if you're on somebody else's agenda and schedule, then I just think that takes away freedom. And for me, no exposure or money is worth that. I hate giving up freedom. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But what what you have engineered is you have now um, engineered yourself into having no freedom. That's what you've done. You've engineered yourself into having no, nobody's by the news, but you've got yourself by the news. Mm. 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 Yeah. 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 Exactly. (laughs) Do I have permission to use this call in my next podcast? Uh, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) I love my mom. I love my mom and my dad. And all week long, they were very adamant about the fact that the decision really shouldn't be made by by you, the people who are the listeners. They both urged me to talk to my staff, talk to my advisors, talk to my mentors, 
and make the right decision. Now I know I always have their support and they give great advice. So it certainly didn't hurt to hear from some of the people who this decision would affect. Last Friday, when I released this episode, I forgot that I I hadn't said anything to Jeff. Jeff is the guy who does all of the announcements for both The Shalene Show and Build Your Tribe. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Your host has been known to lie about her height and her age. And then I got this voicemail. Hey, Shalene, what's up? It's Jeff, your voiceover guy. Um, I was just prefacing that because I don't know how many Jeffs that you know that have fantastic voices. Uh, I wanted to give you a call. I heard that you were debating about maybe the two podcasts, you know, I, I don't know, choosing one or the other. And uh, I, I think it's a fantastic idea. You know, I, I think you should just call it the Shalene Show. You know what I mean? Because building your tribe and doing all that stuff. I mean, basically, you know, everything, you know, I've gotten so much out of just listening to the podcast, you know, in the editing process and, and you know, ultimately across the board, both shows, you're about helping people. And uh, so I, I think condensing it down into one show and, and just making it, you know, just be rock solid. And you can teach people how to build their tribe. You can teach them how to just live a better life. And, you know, that's ultimately the message that comes across. So regardless, pick one, pick one lady. I know, I know you're ambitious, um, but that's a good thing. But pick one. And now back to the Shaleen show. I don't know how that sounds on voicemail. See ya. Next, I needed Lauren's input. Lauren Muchko runs the show at Team Johnson. She's been with us for several years. We recruited her and asked her to move across the country to help us run operations. She's more than the brand manager. She really cares about the business as if it were her own. She's super smart and really sweet, but sometimes she hesitates to share her opinion. So I kind of pushed her to just tell me what she really thinks. She's in the office every day. What you might not know about me is I'm an introvert. I kind of love being in this quiet little cave recording podcasts, but it's Lauren who's on the front line. It's Lauren who hears from our customers, and I needed her honest opinion. You only have so much time you can devote to Team Johnson outside of your family and your priorities. So as much as I hate to say this from a business standpoint, I wonder if it's really the best use of your time. So... And it's kind of sad to hear the messages from people who are coming in on SpeakPipe and your listeners and people who you really impacted. So because of that, I kind of hate to say this, but I, I also know because every day we get questions from customers and from people who are members of our academies and our online training programs and uh, people who have really made an investment in themselves. And they take everything that you teach and they implement it and they really use it to improve their lives and their businesses. So, and the stuff that you're sharing on your podcast, it's pretty high level stuff and it's stuff that if we spend a little bit more time, we could create some really great trainings for these people. She's so sweet and she's so right. I mean, we had messages from people who are members of our academies and And Brett and I love coaching our entrepreneurs, and they pay a premium for that. 
they should expect the best and they deserve the best. And it would just seem that this is a, an added bonus to your students that maybe should be getting that first, putting more of your effort into the people who have invested their time and their money into what you've been providing. It takes away value from probably your key priority, and then it takes away from the time you can devote to the smart success and your tribe there. So I think you know what you got to do. And maybe this is so selfish of me and self-serving, and I don't want it to come across that way, but the content is incredible. But I think if you worked some of those podcasts and podcasting into the Smart Success Academy, I'd be much, I'd like the idea of sharing the Smart Success Academy with my friends and family much more. The weird thing is, I hear these arguments and they're super valid, and I agree with most of these arguments, but yet I still want to podcast. This has been a really good exercise for me because. I sometimes want to shake people when I feel like the answer is so obvious and all of the signs point to no or all of the signs point to yes. And then that person just ignores everything. And I I realize I'm now that person. But because I have a key priority statement to press these decisions against, I just couldn't find enough things that were conflicting it to say no to podcasting. Part of being a good leader is having strong intuition before you have proof. And I can't help but keep looking at the people who I completely admire who don't need to be podcasting, like Michael Hyatt or Dave Ramsey. And then the people who are just killing it in books and in social media, like Gary Vaynerchuk or Ice-T. Even Tim Ferriss has a podcast. So there's got to be something to this. And then the people who I really admire and have become friends because of podcasting, like Amy Porterfield, So I put that question to her. I'm like, all right, so why are you doing this? And how do you justify it? Because podcasting is intimate. I'm able to intimately connect with my audience more than I ever have been able to do with my products or my programs or anything else that I do. Think about it. People are listening to your podcast with earbuds and earphones. You're literally talking into their ear. That's the intimate connection I want to make with my audience. I'm pretty passionate about it because I know that it really, really makes an impact. Amy's right. And that's what I was hearing too. Like in this message that I passed around to so many people, we started affectionately referring to it as the crunchy leaves message. Shalene, I'm listening to your podcast like I do every time a new one comes out. I'm in my woods going for a walk with my dog and the crunchy leaves. You cannot quit the podcast. I love them. I love your videos on Facebook, but if they're 10 minutes, I'm not watching them. I'll give you two minutes, three minutes, but not 10. I breeze right over them. I can listen to a podcast for 30 minutes when I'm walking, when I'm in a car, no matter what I'm doing. I can plug that little earbud in my ear and multitask and still get your words. And they inspire me, they motivate me. Please don't quit. I felt like that's the kind of message I would record if one of my favorite podcasts went away. Like I'd be upset and I'd record a message like that and I don't know what I would do, but I would be mad. And then there were those messages that touched me and I couldn't stop thinking about and they went deep into my purpose and my soul and my heart and They just, I couldn't stop thinking about them. 
like this one from a construction worker in Tennessee. My name is Romero. I am a construction worker. In my morning break, I was going through my iPhone and I got on the, the podcast on iTunes and I found your show. And I just want to say that I love your show. Uh, it I listen to it all day. I want to say that it, your podcast is, the, is a gold mine and, and it gave me a uh, it gave me a new direction, inspiration, gave me hope, it gave me ideas, um, new momentum to, to keep on doing what I want to do. And my goal is to to be my own boss. I want to uh, make a living and be here with my kids, watch my kids grow. I want to know how to reach my goals. And I believe you can help me. I believe, you know, I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in... Nothing like that, but I believe that God put me on your podcast to learn something. I wish you won't leave. I hope you stay. God bless. The truth is, when I hear messages like that, it's just, ah, goes into my bones. I can't even shake it. It's pur- It's purpose. And you don't get that when you write a book, and you don't get that when you when you speak on a stage. I mean, not like that. Like someone who like heard the message and then heard someone who listened to the podcast episode, you know, like on his break doing construction and then takes the time to look up my website and leave me a voicemail is ugh, I don't even know what to say. It's it's like such a gift, that message. And like the letter from the girl in, who, who found me just sitting on a subway train in New York City and really had no interest in, in me or in a plan B. Then I receive a handwritten letter from her, which is so, like, do people even write handwritten letters anymore? Especially people who listen to podcasts, but that was pretty cool. So we reached out to her and asked if she wouldn't mind reading her letter. I just felt like it had so much more power and I kind of wanted to hear her voice. Hi, Shaleen. I hope this letter finds you because I've been deeply compelled to share with you my personal experience with your podcast. I clearly am not the demographic you're trying to reach. I've never been on social media and I'm not trying to start my own business. Regardless, your podcast, which I found in October by browsing the news and noteworthy section, has played a role in a recent spiritual enlightenment, epiphany, making myself a better person that happened concurrent with listening to the CJS. I was somewhat overwhelmed at the amount of shows you pump out, but I took walks on my lunch to get them in. Thanks to you, I'm back in therapy doing EMDR, and it is life-changing. You are affecting people so, so positively. Personally, I don't care about getting your secrets to success for free. I was just looking for a positive, motivating podcast to help shift my thinking, so it was so bittersweet to hear you may walk away cold turkey. Also, your kids are right. If you need to keep one, nix the tribe. I see the business episodes on CJS and think twice like, do I care? But I've listened to some, and maybe I can use the info one day. But it's just cool to hear you talk, like the decision, and talk openly on experiences and how you tackle them. But you love it. Isn't that enough proof? You like helping people, that's a given. For people like me, non-social media, 
I won't follow you on Twitter or Facebook, but I'll keep listening to CJS, and I'll handwrite you a letter to bring you back to a simpler time where 140 characters wasn't an option. I'm passionate in life, and it was so important to let you know you help people live well, not just business and stuff. Thank you for being a part of my pursuit of happiness. Michelle. The answer is to continue. This is my purpose. This is my passion. My decision has always been to do just that. The piece I've struggled with isn't the financial. It's not about the money. And all of those people who left me messages saying, why does this have to be about money? It's not about money, but it is about commitment to other people and integrity and, and business and, and promises. And no, I don't need the money to do podcasting. That was never a question for me. And to all those people who questioned me and said, isn't the fact that you love it, isn't that enough? It isn't enough just to love something. I love to paint. I can't suddenly spend 10 hours a week at the beach painting the ocean without first carefully examining that decision and all the people it would affect. I mean, if I'm going to do that, I've got to make plans for it. I've got to make arrangements. I've got to take care of people. I've got to have an exit strategy. But I love my work. I love what I do. I just had to find a way for this to make sense for everybody. And I'd made my decision to continue. There you have it. I'm going to continue podcasting. But the reason why you need to hear this process is because there was still a missing piece. Like when I pressed this decision against my key priority, the answer was almost yes. There were two critical pieces that were missing. Number one, is this the best way for me to help and to connect with people? And number two, What's the right frequency? I don't want to do it once a week. I decided to call my friend Jordan Harbinger, another person who I've met because of podcasting. He's the host of the number one show, The Art of Charm. The Art of Charm is where ordinary guys become extraordinary men. The show is freaking awesome. I think you'll find it in the health category, but if you have any business interest whatsoever, it's like the best show about confidence and charm and likability and just fascinating topics. Jordan has been podcasting for a long time. His business is proof that it pays off. He's an expert and he's got a strong opinion. Honestly, man, people, people that tell you stuff like that, if they're not podcasting, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And how many people are deeply engaged with your 140 word tweet? And how many people mm -hmm. are deeply engaged with the hour of your voice in their friggin' earballs? I'm pretty sure he just said earballs, and that's why I love him. And further, the way people share podcasts is they go, here, listen to Shaleen. She changed my business, and she's changing my life, right? That's how you share podcasts. Mm -hmm. You don't need a mechanism to do that. This next piece really seals the deal for me. I mean, you can call it intuition or information, but things are about to change. Apple, iTunes... TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, you don't think they're working on ways to make it more shareable every single second that they exist? That's their whole point. It's going to change because something like 50%, every car next year, have 4G radio, which means like you can run Pandora on there. You can get iTunes streaming in there. Those podcasts are going to be streamable in the car. People are going to push a button on their steering wheel, and it's going to be like, search for motivational and it's going to be like, boom, the Shalene Show, the Art of Charm. Mm. Those things are what's going to be popping up. Nobody's going to yeah. listen to 
104.1 in the morning and maybe a DJ that's like, hey, everybody, traffic is a bear <laughs> and it's 97 degrees on the 101. Nothing's even moving. Nobody wants to do that. So, so like all these people are like, Shaleen, it's obvious. Just do once a week or once a month. I just can't do it. That just, it's like, that's not even being in it. Am I right? Of course. I mean, here's the thing. If you do it once a month, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I need to do a podcast for this month, whatever. Right? And so for me, yeah. three times a week, it, I release that. And honestly, I could do a daily show. Maybe I'll switch to a daily show. It's hard to say. But right, right. You have to be in it. You have to be feeling it. Obviously, you know, I get passionate about this stuff, nerdy as it is, but I think if you do it once a month, you might as well not do it at all. You might as well not do it at all. You might as well not do it at all. O-M-G. Do you understand what he just said? That's it. That was my smoking gun. That was that surprise piece of evidence that I've been searching for to crack this case. I had stacks and stacks of evidence. I could have steamrolled to my decision very simply, but that's not what I teach. And in order for me to have my integrity, I couldn't just make a decision based on emotion. I needed to make sure it measured up against my key priority statement. And now I had it. I had all the evidence I needed. The final decision was now up to my family because that's where my key priority centers. And once my family could tell me how often they were comfortable with me podcasting, I would have everything I need to move forward confidently knowing I made a decision that honored my key priority. I want to thank you for working so hard to help me find a solution. So many of you said, I don't want you to cut back, but, but if you need to, how about just once a week or maybe once a month? And there were thousands of you who called in to say, once a week is enough. I say to keep it to one to two a month, maybe. How about you do a podcast once a month that is an hour and a half long? Hopefully you'll do maybe at least once a month. Maybe just cut it back to once a week. I would be fine with that. <laughs> oh, God bless you guys. I love you so much. But I could hear in your voices that you were making the same kind of compromise that I was making. You don't want just one a week or one a month. You'd accept it, but it wasn't what you wanted. And I knew that. So I put a survey out on Facebook and I asked you, of those of you who listen to my podcast show, in a perfect world, honestly, how many would you want? Over 50% of the people said we want three to four a week, which is awesome. But again, this piece I'm going to leave up to my family. But first we had to settle a sibling dispute. Wow, that's not very, you're not being nice to her at all. You really are. You're being sassy pants. I told her two things. One, she's not... She's not infiltrating the system of boys and football team by going to see Dumb and Dumber. Infiltrating the system. And two, she knows how much I hate feet. She hates feet the same. She should understand while I'm eating. I don't want her gross, smelly, post-soccer practice feet up on the same <laughs> table. That seems reasonable. The manner in which you asked, I've asked her... I've asked multiple times. And she, and no, she she asked she you multiple, multiple times? Yeah, I kept saying, put your foot down. The first time it was the same. Put your foot down. Put your foot down. Put your foot down. Okay, show us back in the chat. I saw a rainbow yesterday, but he made stars, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so funny. What? It was Oh, so just for the record, your official position on podcasting. Once or twice a week. Once a week. Yeah, once, one show, once or twice a week. You, yeah. And honey? One show. How many? No set schedule. No schedule? At this point, it's just Brett and I, and we're driving to my Pio class. I just wanted his 
his thoughts on it. Like one more time, what did he really feel about the frequency? What do you think the right number of shows is? I, I'm 100% the firm believer is you don't tell people what this, how many shows you're going to be. Maybe maybe you're just like cranking and you're like, I can put three shows out this week. And you give them three shows. And then some weeks you just give them one. I, I don't want you to get pigeonholed. I love them. that. You have one every day. You might do a serial that's like that. You, you have some subject that you want to do a reality show on, and you have enough info to cut it up into um, five 30 minute shows, and you just do it every week. And then you're like, oh, okay, see you next week. You know. I love you. Are you going to bring my yoga mat in? Yes, I'll bring your yoga mat. Yeah, so there it is. My family totally supports me continuing to podcast. The compromise is I'll focus on The Shalene Show. And I'd love to tell you I have a set schedule, but my family doesn't want me to have a set schedule. And that's the bottom line. They are my key priority. And so for that reason, despite the fact that my subscribers would go higher and more people would download, if you knew how often and what days I was going to release episodes... I can't make you that promise because the promise I have made is to my husband and my children to do what's right for us. So there you go. I hope you love the compromise. I thank you so much for listening to this whole process. I hope it's really shed some light on the way you should make difficult decisions. Difficult decisions should be made slowly, talking to a lot of people, being honest, looking in the mirror, and choosing not to be ignorant about important information. Yes, go with your intuition, but your key priority should always shape your final decision. Lifers, I hope you know that this process has made me fall deeply in love with you. And Jordan was right. The way we share a podcast is very intimate. It's usually when you're sitting next to somebody who you love and you know their interests, you know what they like, you know whether they actually use their iPhone or their Android to make themselves better. You know if they crave this kind of information. So my ask, my favor of you, I'm not going to ask you for money and I'm not going to load the show up with a bunch of sponsors, although it's an option and I'm not opposed to it. But what I'd much rather do is enlist your help. Number one, I love it when you leave me voicemail messages. So go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's where all those people were leaving me voicemail messages. Number two, when you are sitting next to somebody who you know, and you know they would love this kind of show, grab their phone from them. Show them how to download a podcast and help them get subscribed to the show. Technology is going to make all of this much easier soon. But in the meantime, until I have that opportunity to hear from you again, I just want to say, I love you from the bottom of my heart. This week's show was co-produced by the brilliant Nick Jaworski. I have to thank him profusely for the countless hours, the thousands of voicemails he had to wade through, and just being a super cool, like-minded, brilliantly talented, devoted, nice guy who for several weeks worked through the night, around the clock, despite being really sick, because he wanted to produce a really cool show. And you can learn more about Nick at podcastmonster.com. Music from today's show was composed by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech. And hey, I can't forget to thank Jeff, my announcer, 
the guy who says, welcome to The Shaleen Show. Jeff, guess what? You still have a job. And for those of you who need a great voiceover talent, he's the dude. Go to jeffmartinvo, which stands for voiceover.com. Also, I have to remind you that a big part of the Shaleen Show dilemma is that it fits multiple genres. There just isn't a category that the Shaleen Show fits nicely into. So if you really want to see the show do well, and, and that means a lot to me, here's what you can do. Every time this show comes up in conversation and somebody tells you, I don't listen to podcasts, grab their phone, ask them for the passcode, and get them subscribed to The Shaleen Show. As far as I can tell, and iTunes doesn't really give you a lot of information, but there are three things that really impact the number of people who see The Shaleen Show. Number one is new subscribers. Number two is downloads. When you download an episode, that really helps me, even if you download it and don't listen to it. And number three is reviews. So for those of you who have taken the time to write a review for The Shaleen Show, thank you. It helps. It really helps. And you can actually now do that from your phone, which is pretty cool. And as always, all of the links that I've referred to in the show, any of the people who I work with who I've mentioned, and all of those voicemails from listeners, those were all done by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's where everything related to this show can be found. All right, that's it. I swear I'm done talking. Off to Sierra's soccer game.